You're listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. The show about everything and nothing. Now, I'd like to introduce two guys that need no introduction. Because you won't know them or remember them. Here they are. Jack Ace and Schwimey. Hey, I know you were talking, but I started. <laughs> I started recording. <laughs> I'm Jack Ace. <laughs> yeah, you are. This is the So Let Me Ask You This podcast. My name is Schwiney, and with me today is the aforementioned Jack Ace, and uh, we're drinking some beverages. Yeah, you. Uh, this is, this you're, is you're, a nice little adaption. You should try. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I may make you pause it. Okay. Yeah, try this. <laughs> so, um, still drinking the. The Baja Blast. Oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That's oh a, yeah. That, that it makes a difference. You can pause if you so, like. Yeah, I'm, I'm alright. <laughs> uh, so we made the Baja Blast. Uh, Jackie decided to augment his with a little uh, splash, a little splash of deep ebony uh, cranberry vodka, Excellent. and that is delicious. <laughs> yeah, I wish that's I would have done nice. that the first time. Yeah, very nice. So welcome, uh, welcome, good listener. Get yourself a cocktail. Or brewski or whatever uh, you have available. Sit down and well, not if you're driving. Well, um, put it in a cup. And uh, no, I'm not advocating. It sounded like you were advocating for drinking and driving. And and just that would be your just leave it until you get home. And then, uh, <laughs> or until if you you're on your driving. or if you're on your way somewhere where you can have a couple of beverages, that's good too. But uh, yeah, try not to drink and drive. Um, only in emergencies. <laughs> I think. No, dude, it's not good, dude. Don't, don't do it. Listen, there's no reason to drink and drive these days. No, you know we've talked about that. Yeah, it's uh, silly. with with Uber so readily available, man, I look back on my life and I go, holy shit, I should not have driven. Uh, you know, yeah, several times. I think we. I think I even think... when we were doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not good. Oh that man, bad. maybe the first, oh, that one time, ep- the that first, first episode. episode that we did not publish for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> for reasons, we gotta go back and listen to that one. Yeah, we do. I'll I'll uh, put it out there for you to have a listen to. <laughs> it might ever be out there. I'm not sure. Um, okay. All fifty of these episodes we have touched on in that first episode. We just don't conclude with any. <laughs> We're like, what about this? Yeah, that's great. What about this? Yeah, it's it's really terrible. <laughs> There were there were it's influences. Like three hours too, right? It was three hours long. <laughs> they were like, oh my god. It was, yeah. I think I named it Do Not Publish. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll make that available uh, for you. I think no, you no not you for everybody. That. No, Don't no, do. for you. Yeah, I want to hear that. Yeah, that, uh, that is going to be exclusive content. <laughs> Show members only. All right, so I, I want to go back, if you will allow me, if the audience would be patient, indulge mm. me. Mm, I'll see what I can do. Since we've already no done promises. two episodes on this, oh. I want to go back to Maui. Oh, I've never been to Maui. <laughs> I want to go back to the story about the fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I didn't mean right now. Although, but flights are cheap. Okay. It's horrible. So, I, I was watching an interview this week okay. with a guy who's been a botanist. Okay. For 48 years, he's a botanist. Okay. Investigates all kinds of things. Shout out to Luke for coming on our podcast. Yes. 
Okay, botanist. Luke, Luke, Luke got me going down the uh, rabbit hole. That's how I found this guy. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so what, what made you want to listen to this guy, or why were they talking to this guy? I just, I had heard about the interview, and he, he is talking about all of the suspicious things that he sees in Maui. Okay, cool. so, so can you tell us where you found this? Yes, or is it's this on some, YouTube. Okay. It's, and I, I wish I had the name... We'll, uh, put, we'll put it in we'll, the link. We'll put something. it in the, in the it, it's, description. It's something about a 48-year botanist discusses Maui wildfires, something like that. Okay. And it's a it's a YouTube video. Yeah. He gives his credentials and stuff, and he has he's got some theories, some <laughs> a little you get, they're gonna be a little over, but he's got some def- in his in his. Uh, discussion about how wildfires work, how the, how the trees burn. Okay. Um, looking at photos that he's seen, he's like, "This do- this doesn't add up at all." He goes, and he he goes, "I I do this. I investigate wildfires. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. Right. To look at the trees. They, they like in in when it's the California wildfires. Right. He would go and study." The fires to see how they, you know, for the forestry. I think it was for the forestry. How they, you know, they burn and looking at things and and what so he, is he looking at like how how the fire fire travels, what direction it goes. And, how, well, that how it affects different trees, yeah. different leaves, okay. right? So, yep. for example, he says as he is looking at these pictures in Hawaii, the area is there's there are eucalyptus trees all over the place. Okay. Eucalyptus trees are extremely flammable. Are they? I did not. In know fact, that. you can use you could take um, if you're trying to build a campfire and you had a eucalyptus tree there and you grab the leaves, you don't even need to dry them out. You can set them on fire and it will rage really? because there's oil in the eucalyptus leaves that okay. burns. Okay, yeah. Isn't eucalyptus a uh, natural oil or, yeah, or, or uh, essential oil or whatever? Yeah, something. So it's also the favorite snack of the koala. So I don't, I don't know if that's because of the oil, but yeah, it might be. I don't know. It's probably good for the fur. So I grew up with the one in our backyard. Okay, yeah. did you rub it on yourself? No, never did. But Just they always they, so the leaves did have a oily you know, consistency. Well, I wouldn't say oily. I just as a kid, I didn't no- notice that. I did notice the fragrant yeah. the nature of that's those oil. Things. It's yeah. an oil yeah. that's releasing. And he says, those things burn like nobody's business. He goes, when I go and I make a campfire, I use these leaves to start the campfire. So you would think, yeah. If it's, uh, if it's it producing right oil. Next to a, it's right next to a building that is gone. Gone yeah. from a fire. And it's all right. Now. The what? The eucalyptus tree? Yeah. Okay. So he's looking at all these different trees. And he sees this time, time, time again. And he's talking about it. He sees this in time. He's seen this in the California wildfires, too. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, now let's take a look at this picture. He goes, um, look at look at the, the burned structures. What do you see? Just everything, nothing. You see nothing. It's white ash. Yeah. Okay. White ash. Have you ever seen a f- house catch fire? When you, you saw your, your mother-in-law's kitchen, mm-hmm. when you saw the results of that fire, mm-hmm. can you describe that to me? Well, it was pretty self-contained. Okay. What was it? What did it look like, though? Um, Everything was black. Huh? Everything was black. Some things were, yeah. Um, It just it created a lot of acrid smoke. It wasn't so much that there was fire damage; it was the smoke that 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 caused all the damage. You know. When you've seen a house, have you seen the results of a house in the neighborhood? 
Oh yeah, burned down. What does it look like? Explain it. So like out of the eaves where um, where the flames were coming, it was like black soot coming yeah. out of the eaves or uh, where the, the fire was able to escape the building. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times that was the roof. You know, there would be certain areas of the roof that had uh, been consumed by the blaze because obviously fire is going to travel upwards, mm-hmm. um, and so does the the. The acrid smoke and mm-hmm. the acrid smoke stains things on its way out. That's so, right. and things typically burn like you'll see black billowing smoke. It's not a clean burning wood fire where you get the beautiful blue and right. bluish white smoke. Okay, you you know so like as, as somebody who burns a lot of wood doing barbecue, I see white, right. whitish blue um, wood smoke because it's a clean burning fire. There's okay. no pollutant so yeah right because there's no insulation like, or anything like during the summertime when you have plastics like, you have house fires in that's what i'm talking about texas they're black it's black smoke that's right yeah. and, and and when you get there and you see the house burned out everything is black in there yeah because of all the paint and insulation now and i plastics will say and i will say that this furniture the, the maui fire was a little bit different though right? okay in that um it burned much more intensely because of the wind. Okay, okay. Hang, um, on. hang on, okay, hang on. When, and so, so I was just. I understand say, when you get, that's what you've been told. Yes. Well, not I've seen it. Okay, I've okay, s- seen it. I've seen the footage of the flames, um, and when you get that yeah, much hotter, much more intense fire, things tend to burn cleaner because. Okay. Yeah. Hang on. Okay. We'll go with that theory for now. Well, that's what it's just you know that's what I believe, and I, uh, okay. that's what I'm sticking with. Okay, no, no, I and, and I, I don't, I haven't researched it at all. That's just I know, what I think. But I, but that's what I thought too. That's what the that's what my drink is telling me. That that's what I thought too. Um, but then listening to this guy go, all you see is white ash. There is no black. It's all white. Everything is white. It is completely destroyed. But the trees around it. So that thing was in a blaze, right? If it is, there is no black, there's nothing left. It is, everything is ash. Yeah. But these flammable trees are still right there. And when you go and you investigate these trees, what they find is the trees are dead. Mm -hmm. But they're cooked from the inside out. Yeah. Just from the intense heat. No. What? It's, It's like a microwave. Oh, oh yeah, that's what they're finding. So okay, that that's this dude. Listen, right. those are not my those are not my credentials. All right, that's what they're finding. All right, they're cooked from the inside out. All right, I haven't had Here's that another much. One. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I know, <laughs> I know, this is all conspiracy stuff, but it's just an interesting when okay. you. I, I just something doesn't about this Maui thing doesn't add up to me. It just doesn't. None of it makes any sense. You've got the United States Navy 40 minutes away, the largest flotilla of military vessels in the world, 40 minutes away. You can't get people over there to get people out of the water? They've got to be asked, though, don't don't they? uh, Whatever. So who's not asking? Get the fucking people out of the water. There was a lot of bumbling. Okay. People, I'm telling you, dude, cars stopped that were just blocked. Okay. And you look at the... Look at the wheels. Okay, hang on. You look at the wheels. Those wheels burn at around 1,400 to 2,500 degrees. Mm -hmm. They have to get to that temperature, and they are four inches off the ground. Mm -hmm. The the, The highest temperature you can get off the ground, these are not 
my words, these are fire captains, is at, at, at about four feet is about three to four hundred degrees because it, it doesn't have enough area to get the heat built up. So when it's low to the ground, it never gets that hot. But all of the, all the metal is melted. Dude, Poop, I just puddling away. I know. I, just, I don't want to believe it either. So there's so and this guy is saying he's finding these same trees in California. But this, so okay, so the California fires are fed by the Santa Ana winds, and the fires in Maui were fed by the hurricane. The hurricane. Totally understand. And so the winds can do some things that they are, make the fire very unpredictable. So if you have a blowtorch and you're aiming it at the ground, are you saying that the most I can get the temperature of that place where I'm? Oh, I don't. Is, I don't is, know. No, that's that, saying, that's not fair because now you're adding gas. You're adding, adding what I'm an telling. Igniter. Okay, so what I'm telling you is so. Um, my I'm unemployed right now, but my previous uh, profession, we were you know we are trained to look at multiple situations and say what are the variables here. Sure. And I think you can't look at a wildfire and say oh all wildfires do this. Okay, that to a certain extent that might be true. But what you got to look at, you have to look at the outliers. What are the things that could? I totally agree with you on this. Yeah, and you're, so you're, 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 I'm not asking you. To, I'm not asking you to believe in a conspiracy theory. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not asking that. Okay, because I don't believe you. It. I just okay. okay. I, I feel like okay, there were uh, so, so, some natural things that were happening there that created a very bad situation. There were lots of people that were unprepared, and part of my job is to be prepared for those situations that you don't ever think about, right? And so. I've kind of got a little bit of background here, and I'm go- like going, okay, a lot of human error here, right? First of all, the the people that were in charge of the emergency situation in Maui were unprepared. No question. Um, and they they bumbled their way through it. They didn't react the way they should have reacted. Like somebody who is prepared would have called the Navy, would have sounded the alarms early on saying, this is a bad situation. The fires are gaining strength. They would have but anticipated this a day. Like a whole day has gone by. Why isn't somebody screaming? You Lack know, of leadership. Shorty, I totally get that. That is what it I is. I totally get that. But what I don't understand lack is Lack of this, plan, lack of leadership uh, to execute. Obviously. Yeah. My under, what I don't understand is uh, where is the outrage? Where where is the coverage of this? Is one of the worst we talked about this. We've had. They're not so. There's no outrage because people don't know, and people don't know because they're not reporting it, and they're not reporting it probably because it was such an incredible lack of leadership, and it exposes the fact that number one, we have people in government. And people that we rely on that are totally incompetent. Why is this being allowed? We are a free society. What do you mean you can't? You're not telling us what happened. Because what, what do you mean? Because we're no longer free press, bro. We haven't been a free press for a long time. This this is. The, but where the press is just this coming? Where are the country? Republicans? Where are the Democrats? This is a Democratic they are state. Part of the problem. They're not going to throw their people under the bus. They're not going to do it. And the and the media is bought and paid for. They're not going to do it either. Look, this, there's there's nothing surprising. Where is here. the out? Okay, then where is the just the the normal citizenry outrage? Where's I, that? I th- I think it's mostly based in Maui because they're the ones that know about it. We don't, you know, they're not talking about it. So I mean, we're not getting educated about it, and the fact that we're not getting educated about it, that should be 
you know, a, a certainly a, a warning or a fl- red flag going up for a lot of people. But, you know, we can sit here and talk about conspiracy theories and all this. But the fact is, is that there were some some very it was a confluence of very Terrible bad events. natural yeah. events and a severe lack of planning and leadership execution. Okay, do you, let me. And ask when you this. when you combine those two things, you get incredible loss of life. You get incredible loss of property, and you get just devastation. And that's what happens. Did you know that um, that the electric company who was sued over this? They should be. Yeah, hang because on, hang in on, hurricane hang winds on, like okay. that, they should shut the okay, power off. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> the electric company says. In a, or, or appealed or whatever they did, went back and said, oh, no, there was one fire. We got that fire out. We could prove it. Um, those other fires were not caused by down power lines. The fire that was caused by a down power line, we found, we caught it after it started a fire, and we got it out. So, and, and they that can was, prove this? They can prove it, they said. So, I, but I, it see, is nobody knows. to be. Uh, yeah, maybe. Listen, I just don't understand why. Just average citizens aren't going. What? What do you mean? What the fuck is going on? This is one of our states. Yes, but these people live on volcanoes. How are they not prepared? That was these, my comment. These sort of natural. We talked about. Yeah. How are I they know. not prepared for these natural I, disasters? That's my point. Where Where is the outrage? Like, why isn't something? We're just gonna ignore this? Is that kind of the Hawaii like? No, the, the Hawaiians are screaming. Well, I'm just saying. Is the, prior to the accident. Or the the um, the devastation of the fires, isn't that kind of their you know hang loose, mahalo, like take it easy, bro? That kind of laissez faire attitude. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, like when you have that kind of kickback, you know, idea. Why, why is everything cornered off? Why are they? Why they? they you know how many how much money they have spilt spent on putting up a fence so that nobody can get in there and see what's going on. Probably because it's a biological hazard with all the dead bodies and the decomposing. Yeah, Dude, look at look at the bill. Do you think there are any bodies left? Look at the, look at the bill. I don't you know. Have, you have. I don't know. We have t- we have tires that a- are melting at twenty five hundred degrees. Windshields that are completely melted twenty five hundred degrees. A human body is not going to stand through that. Well, I will tell you, there are probably bodies on the periphery. Oh, they may have been in the water and now they're washing up on shore. I'm just saying there is probably, you know, like carnage out there, like sharks. Yeah, I'm just saying it is not a good situation, and they're not prepared to deal with it. So right now they're just saying everybody fucking stay out while we figure out what the hell we have to do. But isn't this isn't this a a, if you are a reporter? Isn't this the, the the story of a lifetime? If you can get in there and say what the fuck? Yeah, but if you're screaming at a fucking wall. I mean, what good does it do? What do you mean? It's an island. I'm just saying, the reporters, even though they may re- be reporting the story, if it's not getting picked up, it's not being propagated, you're just screaming at a wall, you know? Because they're going to shut you down. Yeah. They're not. I, and I can't answer you as to why it's not being talked about. Is that, are you seeing it online? Not at all. I mean, it's like it's over, you know? But there's a whole lot of shit still there that's not being dealt with, you know? We got to get those other two episodes out. So we're recording this episode, having two in the can that we've already talked about. First about the fires, and then you know our interview with uh, Luke, who was there during the fires and, and got out. And so uh, I'm, I'll get those out this week. And I, I've got to have uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I've been having computer problems. 
And uh, no, oh, don't please. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about be, it. Oh God, could you put them right to sleep with that? Yeah, let me do it. All right, no, so. don't, don't. <laughs> I've got this uh, SSD, and if you guys don't know what that, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm having computer problems. So you know, you, so, you were a journalism I'm, major. I'm, uh, yeah, I was. How did yeah. you get into computers? Uh, money. There's more. There's more money. Once you make that, once you make that decision um and how'd you make the transition so i was doing um so i was a journal i was my degree is from the journalism school but my my degree is at actually a bachelor's of science in telecommunication so um essentially radio television film so i was working in a tv studio at a oh uh, look at this at a touch full circle at a information technology company right yeah and uh, so our television studio was that we did distance learning, right? And it was really cutting-edge technology for the time. But basically, uh, first it started out as a training platform, but then it became much more of a corporate communication tool because we could reach, you know, this was at EDS, and EDS had yeah. like 150,000 employees worldwide. And if senior leadership, executive leadership, wanted to address everybody, they could do it in our studio and reach everybody one time. Everywhere in the globe, mm-hmm. you know, and so that it became. You guys, that's, you, that's what that we was did. that was YouTube. Yeah, pretty much. Not YouTube. Before, Zoom. Yeah, pretty much before Zoom was available. Teams. Yeah, because it was actually, it was a satellite-based television network that we we had um, we had a series of uh, downlink stations where we then terrestrialized the the signal. So yeah. that's cool shit. Yeah, it was really cool, uh, and that was like back in the nineties. You know, so, um, yeah, cutting edge shit. And then, you know, I I started, you know, my... Uh, Do you miss that? Because that's kind of cool no. shit. No, I don't. Um, I mean, I, I still I mean, like... I mean, to be doing something different now. I still like doing the creative aspect. I still do... What is it, where is EDS? Uh, EDS is gone. They've gone totally? Totally gone. Perot Systems? Uh, no, Perot was kind of... So, Perot started up another company. Oh, that's right, after EDS. Yeah, so he sold EDS to GM. Right, and GM... Just closed it? He, and he sat on GM board, and it, you could actually buy EDS stock through GM. It was called GME stock, so it was EDS, but under the GM umbrella. And then they sold, or it was acquired by HP. So HP now lives in the EDS building. That's HP? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it's much, much smaller than it ever was. I mean, they, they, they own... Did they, did they EDS was that out? whole freaking yeah, campus. Yeah, is everything parsed out now? Yeah, so uh, HPE... Uh, is just the main headquarter building, and all those satellite buildings are, you know, they farm that out to other companies. So that's a huge building, man. Yeah, what was it like to work there? Uh, it was you were just uh, a cog in a wheel. Yeah, man, you know. <laughs> yeah, so you just go in, check in. It's just yeah, like pretty much. Yeah, you'd you go right in one end of the car. meat grinder and come out hamburger the other side. Yeah, much. every day. Yeah, yeah. I remember you were working there. But my manager at the time, he told me, he said, "Listen, if you wanna, if you wanna make a good living at this company, there's two choices." He says, "You either got to go technical, or you got to go into management." He says, and as a manager, I'd say technical is the best way to go. He says, "Because <laughs> management sucks." sucks. <laughs> so I mean, and I, He's you right. know, I, so let me tell you that him as my manager. Uh, has po- kind of been the the bane of my existence. Right? Really? Yeah. Ooh. Because I feel he, like a confession coming on. Here. Well, he was a quality person, a quality manager, 
best guy I ever worked for for the longest time. And it, and it was, it, so he was the bar and everybody else I had after Oh, him. it was nice, Just, good to work for him. Oh, he was fantastic. Oh, uh, you're saying he was an a-hole. No, no, he was fantastic. He was, like I said, he was probably the best person I ever worked for. Yeah. But he has been the bane of my existence because everybody can't. else just fails so yeah. freaking miserably, and 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 measuring, you know, him being my first experience out of college was great, but also bad, right? right. Because everybody else just fails, you know, and and but I think it's given me so as a as a leader now in IT, I certainly draw from, from my experience. Yeah. I understand what good leadership is. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people have never had good leadership. You know? Yeah, no, I know and that. So, so yeah, um, having bad leadership, you understand the things not to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and having good leadership, you can certainly emul- emulate those things. And so um, so I do now I look back and go, oh, OK, yeah, he, I suffered for a long time because uh, of all the assholes I worked for after him. But I've had some good leaders, you know, uh, and, and maybe one or two listens. So, uh, um, yeah, Tony, Chris, uh, you know, some of you, some of you, Nancy, yeah, um, yeah. And if I didn't mention your name, you know who you are. No. Good Lord. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah. And then it's been ever since. Ever since, yeah. So, anyways, what were we talking about? You making the leap. Oh yeah, into technology. So. I, I took that to heart, you know, and so I started working on uh, my MCSE, which is Microsoft Certified Systems Engineer, because they were they were really, you know, if you could get that certification, it didn't matter if you had experience; they were paying you buttloads, mm-hmm. you know. That never really materialized for me, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So okay, got got Go my MCSE. Yeah, um, you know, spent some time, you know, so. Like when I was at EDS, I had a friend of mine that was a recruiter, and he looked at my resume. He says, "You got you got really good experience, but the problem is, he's like, even though you work at EDS, your experience is very like you have specialty. Well, no, it was different. I was very broad, but oh. not not you know two not inches deep. two inches deep everywhere. You know, so I had my hands on a lot of technology. It's just I was not an expert anywhere. He says, and also you lack, you know, even though EDS is a huge company." you do not associate with the big enterprise environments. He says, and that's what you're missing. You know, so my next job after that, I went to JCPenney and worked for their e- e-commerce website. Yeah. And let me tell you, that you the things me. that JCPenney did were so far and away more advanced than the team I worked at uh, with at EDS. Is that right? Yes. Why like, is that? Well, because the team that I worked for was the Credit Union Industry Group at EDS. Yeah. And we, we did... Um, Anything and everything that a credit union would need technology-wise. But they didn't need a lot. And so we didn't have to provide a lot. Right? They didn't need data centers. They didn't need you know, high avail- availability. They just needed... An Excel sheet. They just needed a single server where they could connect back to a, a mainframe host. And they had their little dumb terminals where they would do their transactions. It was very simplistic. Yeah. You know? You're saying it's very easy to break into a bank? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Because they're <laughs> isolated systems. I know. I'm just kidding. Right? Um, and so, I mean, but anything that's involves humans is easy to break into, right? Well, I don't know about that. I don't say that. Well, because human error is, is 50% oh, of breaches yeah. that happen today. They're, it that is, happened today? Well, I'm just saying, Where? today, 
the breaches that companies today, experience. Fifty percent of them today. Fifty percent are human error or configuration error or mistake, mistakenly clicking on something, and the other half is actually the, um, you know, the go getters, the hackers that are trying to breach your system. So the, the that, e- that evil high, huh? doers. Fifty fifty, huh? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's pretty high. Yeah, it is. So I mean, so most of the security that people put in today are to deal with the, the hackers. They really don't address that other fifty percent of people, you know, con- you know, putting a new firewall out there with any any on the uh, inbound rules, you know. So mm. it's terrifying. Yeah, it is. We're so vulnerable. Well, I mean, you gotta you gotta monitor, your, you know, internal as well as external. So I mean, it's and you know, honestly, you got I mean, even at home, it's terrifying. Yeah, they don't really, you know, they I don't, don't want my shit. They don't, <laughs> you know. You may. They may actually give me money. They may so, slide me some extra into my bank account. When you think about, um, <laughs> look at this poor schlub. <laughs> if, even if they looked at you and said, "Oh yeah, I could easily encrypt all his data and then send him a ransomware attack," you know, what is he okay. going to pay? <laughs> I got. They can see my bank account. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> He's getting it, this guy. It's much more lucrative to go after somebody that you know does right. a, you know maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars of business a day. Yeah. They might be willing to pay you fifty thousand, whereas yeah. you might pl- pay a hundred. 100, 200 maybe yeah. to get your data back or you could say eh, you know what well, it's just uh, picture, pictures of my vacations good <laughs> <laughs> <Slight> luck eh, <laughs> enjoy <laughs> <laughs> you can make those public uh, you know they're on Facebook anyways I have no public profile anyway so no you don't no. you used to you don't anymore no it's and even then it was very it's hard to find me was there a catalyst for that no for I just no because I, I was not a social media guy but I'm saying you, you were that's why Weren't you? Well, I did for a while. I just got out of it. Because I, I, I never checked it, and I, yeah. I had messages from people, and I felt bad. I didn't responded because I didn't have it on my phone at the time. And I just, I So that's it. the reason you exited? Or was there something that you just said, oh, uh, yeah, these guys are you know trading my data. I don't want my... Oh, no. that and I, Yeah, that, that didn't help. When, yeah. I, when, I, when I found out like all of the nonsense that they were playing in, I was like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> But I, I don't really have anything, so but I still get out. When I was uh, I was working for this company, and uh, one of the guys I worked with uh, came back. He had an interview with it was it was Facebook at the time, but it wasn't Meta. But he came back and he had to sign like a non disclosure agreement or whatever. But when he came back and he said, "I can't tell you what I saw, but I'll tell you this: if you have a Facebook account, you should delete it now." And I said, "Really? Can you expand on that?" He says. Based on what I saw, your privacy is gone if you have a Facebook page. If you're using your name, your birth date, and all that, he said they are selling your data to anybody that'll pay. Mm-hmm. You know, so, we already knew that. Yeah, we did. You know, so they've been doing that forever. I don't like again. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, what are you talking yeah, about?" A friend of mine. You never at, read the fine print. They were doing that forever. I love. I love how people will post on their Facebook page. I do not give Facebook permission. I retain the rights to everything. I, I like no, bro. No, when you, you hit the agree when button. You click the yeah. I agree to this yeah, statement of work, not statement of work, uh, end user license agreement. Yeah, you're done using that software. Yeah. You have agreed yeah. that everything you post, every image you put out there, doesn't is matter. The property of, of Facebook. Yep. You know what? And, doesn't, another, and it doesn't matter what you paste on your page. You know, I'm just like, uh, yeah, you need to go back and read the EULA because you gave away all these rights. And, that you know, stating this on your, your profile does nothing. And you know what else does that? Those DNA tests. Oh, yeah. 
They own your DNA. So let me you ask, sign your DNA away. Let me away. ask you this, right? I've never done it. So uh, I haven't either, but my sister has. Oh, you're exposed. Yeah. I'm like, what the? <laughs> might as well go do it. Well, uh, no, your DNA is different than hers. Mm, I don't think so. I of mean, course it is. Everybody's DNA is unique. Mm. Yes. There's shared traits. There's a lot that's common. Yes. Like, her penis is much smaller than mine, which is, you know. Mm. I can't speak to either. Well, yeah. I'm glad about I'm glad of that. I don't know which one we'd take that and go. Mm. I mean, I believe you. I'm not going to yeah. say it's by much. No, but uh, just, you know, like the genetic genetics. Like, yeah. do you remember that case where they were looking for that serial killer? And they and found they, him through somebody's the, somebody Through else like a distant the, cousin yeah. who did a DNA, DNA test. test. They just said, oh, we have all this what DNA. What a dink We have all this DNA evidence. We could just subpoena. Hey, do you guys have a match for this guy? Yeah. And they uh, they ran it. And so the company just said, yeah, what the fuck? We'll do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We own it. We own the they data. They do. They own the data. They own your DNA. Yeah. They own it. When you agree to that shit and you submit it, you it, sign oh, it away. Yeah. There's a 97% chance that it's this guy's line right here. Yeah. They said, okay, let's look at his relative. Oh. Look here, at this murderer. Here's a, here's a guy that fits the description. <laughs> Is that a tattoo on his face? Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Let's go arrest that guy. Yeah, I forget the... It was in California, right? I don't know. Some sort of serial killer. Or maybe, was it Oklahoma? Look, all serial killers come from either Florida, Oklahoma, or California. Or well, New, and New York. Well, I mean, why wouldn't serial killers want to live where everybody else lives, too? Well, well you want, we always like go, oh, of course, Florida. Oh, of course, California. Well, everybody wants to live there. So why, would, why wouldn't the deranged want to live there, too? Of course. And it's also the idiocy that uh, you know probably what? impacts it a little bit. What idiocy? The idiocy that takes place in New York, California, and Florida. But Florida, I think it's a bad rap. I don't know. I mean, New York and California get horrible raps, but Florida gets a bad rap for having all the crazies. There is a lot of cra- Well, it's a good mix of... so Swamp people and... Swamp people. <laughs> it's true. Swamp people and retirees from up north. Yeah. The New Who Yorkers. Just, the New Yorkers come down. I know, but the you know what? jobs in New York come down and retire in but Florida. They, yeah, but they don't want to bother. They just want to fucking de- live out their last days and die. That used to be the dream. Just get enough money, retire to Florida, yeah, and then just die. Not so easy anymore. Why? We should have done that. We, why didn't we make Florida the retirement capital of the world? It was. No, but why did we let? Do you know when I was? was I grew Disney's up in Florida. Fault. When I was there, the me- fault. The median age was fifty-five when I lived there. I remember when I was a kid, man. Florida was where all the old people were. Dude, there were no Peter- jobs. Growing up in Saint Petersburg, that was God's waiting room. These people were being, you know, waiting to be called home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not anymore. It's a much more vibrant community. It's been, you know, redone. Lots of uh, hip happening business. I guess if you know you're gonna build million dollar high rises, you need uh, you need a, a revenue base. So <laughs> the retirees aren't gonna bring it in. No, and when you think about it, you know most of those people are on fixed incomes. Well, we, we probably have, they went down to retire. So then we probably got big with retirement homes. Well, when you get retirement homes, you can't have old people working in them. So you need to have younger people. You're going to have young people. Now you got to give young people things to do, yeah. places to live. But the problem is, is the common man can no longer afford housing in the state of Florida. Property taxes are going through the roof because the values are going through the roof. Yeah. 
you know. Because everybody wants to be there. Yeah. And and most of that land's probably been parsed out. So now you're getting smaller and smaller plots that are getting divvied yep. up. Yep. And yep. again, prices are good. Yeah, because everybody from the north is going to drive the prices up. Yep. Yep. Same thing happened here. The what were they saying? That Texas and Florida were the two biggest landing spots for people who relocated during the pandemic. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And just don't bring fucking politics here. <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> let's let's talk about making the world a better place. I'm trying. Yeah. So if you want to come here and you want to bring your politics, don't. <laughs> and the people that are here with their politics, just shut take up. it somewhere else. <laughs> Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that, too. Let's just... Let's get rid of politics let's and just politicians. Let's just try... Please. Let's be good humans, yes. and let's be good to one another. And if we can do that, everything will be fine. But if you try to break in my house, I will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I have a problem with that. Yep. I always think about sometimes when I when I relocate, am I going to be able to bring my guns? Yeah. You have yeah, to think about that. You do, you know. Because uh, some places are not so friendly. Did you see what happened in New Mexico this week? No. The governor... Dude, I drank. And I don't pay attention to what's the happening. The governor signed a decree. Ooh, a decree. A de- decree. Yeah. Taking away everybody's Second Amendment rights. Really? Yeah. Let's see. That where they can't... They can't... Uh, anybody who's got a concealed carry can't conceal. Really? Yeah. You're not allowed to conceal. And if you have if you have an open carry, you can't open carry either. She just said you can't carry. Ooh, that feels like a violation of, of our Second Amendment rights. Well, of our Constitution. That's it what that absolutely feels like. is. Um, I have no, I have no problem uh, with the idea of making it a little bit more difficult for the whack jobs to get their concealed carry or their permits to buy weapons. But you can't infringe upon the people that are, you know, that already have gone through those. Checks and the background. people committing the crime are not the law-abiding citizens who are following the law. I would say by getting their concealed carry. Uh, Maybe some are. I would say that that's probably not true. Based oh on my our, God, Schweiny! Dude, based on the you think that's where the, the, the gang violence is coming from. The NRA dude, members. It's not gang violence. Oh my gangs God! Yes, are, it is. So it's not the gangs that are shooting up schools. Uh, that's what I'll tell um, you. But that's not, okay. It's that is a listen, small. But listen, there are no, more people that are dying this weekend in Chicago that have been shot up in any school this week. I have no problem with this that. year. I have no problem with that. The, you have no problem with people getting killed in Chicago. If you're running in a gang, that's the that's the but the but risk that's where the run, yeah. You know? But we all point. But that's what the problem we've got to solve. No, not it's to, not. It's you got to oh solve the. My listen, gosh. my. I, I don't Gosh, give a shit. You're kidding if, me. I don't give a shit if gangs want to shoot each other up. I don't. Of course not, but there are people who get in the way. Well, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are going, the guys are like on streets firing at other gang members when so, they're all out just like partying. So, uh, what about the loophole in, in gun ownership where you can go and buy a gun from a gun show? Do you feel like that should be? I, I am all for a process. I'm yes. fine with it. Okay. I'm all for letting yeah. everybody know who has what. Yeah. I'm even okay with that. Yeah. Registering okay. your gun. Good. Totally fine with it. Yeah. However. I don't want. Don't un- you dare come and try and take it from me. No, that's not what I'm saying. I am all for gun ownership. I am re- for responsible gun ownership. I want to make sure that the people who own them know what they're doing, have been educated, and have been vetted. And if you could do those three things, I think you're good to go. 
What I don't want is people being able just to go out and acquire a firearm without any sort of education, training, uh, background check, making well, sure of that... Of course I know. I agree okay. with that. I, okay. I don't think... I don't there are a lot of people out there who are like, no. nope, I should be able to have my gun, do whatever the hell... Go get it without you doing anything okay. to me. But no. But, okay. However, in, in, in the, I understand what you're saying. I am all about common sense and logic and, and free society. There's a lot of... There's a difference between a free people and a free society. A free people will eventually devolve into anarchy. I will tell you that there is a lack of common sense around this argument. Okay. A free society, you have limitations. Now, that being said, I think that the, uh, I, to play devil's advocate, I think that the argument for those folks who are like, no, you, I don't want any laws around it, blah, blah, blah. The, the argument is when the government only takes rights away. They don't ever bestow them back. They don't go, okay, things are better now. Now here you can have you guys back. So no, you're the right. whole the whole and the whole point of the Second Amendment is not to um, sit, defend your rights to own a gun. It is you can have a gun to defend yourself against the government. Against tyranny. But I mean when you think against about against the government. Right. So, so people think, oh, he wants to. He, he, we 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 need to have guns because everybody wants to be a cowboy. No, I want my gun because I don't trust my government anymore. But listen, dude, I mean, you're bringing a pistol to a drone fight. Okay, okay, I'm going down fighting. Okay, I'm just saying that the time of you know a well-ordered militia is gone. I mean, if if shit got ugly, don't you feel like the military would be called in? To uh, put down any uprising in this in this country, and so I maybe mean, I mean they, we just annihilated a city, so yeah, and nobody's talking about it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> to bring it back, hey, alrighty. Well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, we're not going to solve the gun the gun violence issue. I feel like it. You know, like Australia. we're not even addressing the gun issue. If, if we're going to focus on mass shootings, so Australia, that's not the gun issue. Australia had a mass a mass uh, shooting, I don't know, a couple decades ago. Yeah, and they outlawed guns. They okay. said, "All right, no more guns." Okay, for anybody. Yeah, and everybody kind of said, "Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, and they no longer have gun violence. Okay, but did you see what happened during the the pandemic when somebody would go outside of their house just to have a smoke? And they would come. The police would come out of nowhere and beat the shit out of them. Oh. That whole that whole country, dude. You want, they need a do over. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, the government locked them down like China locked down. That was bad, and it's because they had no guns. So, as an IT professional, I like to look at the data. And look when at you, it. When you look at the data, U.S. far and away has more gun. It's like fifty thousand. Yeah. deaths yeah. a year to gun violence. Absolutely. How many are gang related? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. But my my point is, we are far and away like more than anybody else. You look at every, uh, yeah, the but, next, but that the doesn't... next nation maybe has okay. ten. And and so what is the what is the the outlier there? The outlier is that we have unfettered gun ownership in the United States, and that needs to probably change. Okay. 
so you could get the gun. So and, and what, I'm, so, I'm not on. advocating for you giving up your guns. That's not what I'm saying. That's not my question. That's not my question. They should they should vet you as a responsible guy. Okay, I've been vetted. I'm fine. I have too. So so I will ask you this question. Why do we stop there? So if you're going to say that the gun, right, the gun, it, it, what is your end goal? Is your end goal to get overall deaths down? I, I want to reduce innocent lives being taken. By a gun. By uh, irresponsible gun ownership. That's, okay. That's, I mean, that's the starting point. So you me. want it. Okay. You want to save lives that are lost to irresponsible gun ownership. Yes. Okay. So... If you I don't, do, and, it's, and it's not done by safe spaces. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. You know, I'm not talking about that. Or so, gun-free zones. No, listen. Hang on. Dude, dude, you, I'm talking. You're talking. We're having a conversation. <laughs> and I'm, I've, I'm all out of beverage. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, we have to remedy it. But I don't know. Let's just finish this part. Okay. So, um, my only... If the ultimate goal is to reduce... The loss of life, yes. which is my, I would assume, yeah. Whether it be through gun or something else, so you take away the guns. No, no, no. I'm not saying take away the no, guns. No, no. Hang on. Just fucking goddamn it. Okay. <laughs> just let me play finish. But we're not. This is not like black and white. There's I, got, I'm not okay. saying that. Just follow my goddamn logic. Uh, you don't have any. Yes, no, I do. That's why I'm having because trouble I think, following it. No, because I think that this is a common argument. And here's my point. If you will let me finish, so. However, so you take the guns and then, yes, the gun deaths go down, but now all of a sudden, the knife deaths go up. And we're like, oh, what's going on? So my point in, in not stopping at, oh, there were this many gun deaths last year. This is the area we need to go to. Okay, okay, where did these gun deaths, how did these happen? Was it a mass shooting? Were they robberies? Were they gang violence? Because then... Instead of going after just a, a weapon, because we know in the absence of a gun, people want to kill people, they'll use another weapon. Yeah, I so, agree with that. So if the, if the goal is to get save lives, and then we get down and we say, oh, you know what it is? The most, 47,000 of the 57,000 lives lost was gang violence. Then attack gang violence. I'm not gang worried about, like I said, happen. I'm not worried about the gang violence. But, but if that, but, but you are, then, be, okay, then so you're, you're tackling the, the wrong are, problem. Then. If the gangs are killing each other with knives, you're going to have a whole lot less collateral damage. Potentially. Right? And the, and but, or the, they'll the be lethality, bombs, they'll be, well, the who knows what they'll of, use. of gun, or uh, guns you gotta compared to the gang. My, I don't give a shit about the gang. My gosh, I don't give a shit about the gang violence. <laughs> I know, but you, but then don't tackle the, then then don't tackle the wrong. Uh, if you're looking, if you're going to use deaths as your argument, then you've got to take. If you don't care about them, then take those forty-seven thousand gun deaths out of the equation, because now only ten thousand are from gun violence. All right, that's the one. That that's the deaths that I'm worried about. Okay. That's fine. I want. I want. Um, but then, so then you. So and then listen. You and dive listen, into those numbers. I will say, I will say you this: you dive into those numbers and find out half of them are suicide. It's not. It's not unreasonable to expect somebody to go through a background check. Uh, I'm not saying it to is to test proficiency. I'm not saying it is. And then, that that doesn't give you carte blanche for the rest of your life. You should have to recertify because people lose lose their mind over shit. You know. Okay, now you're going down a slippery slope. It is because a slippery because because now now you got to get recertified. Yes, who recertifies you, and what is their criteria? 
And um, listen, oh, you 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 voted for this guy in the last election because now we, we have all your information. Is that what you're saying? No, we shouldn't do that. Why not? We should not give the government any more power I'm than they have. I'm not saying it's, it has we to be the not government. Give, we should never give the government any more power than I'm it currently has. I'm not saying it has to be the government. Who's going to be? It's going to be somebody who's <laughs> somebody who can be paid well, up, who could be corrupted. Nobody's beyond corruption. You're you're right, but Nobody's that does not corruption. mean we should not do it. Listen, I am all for progress, right? Okay. And, and even though if the it's first, really progress, if the first step you take is the wrong step, it may be a step in the right okay, direction. Maybe, but whenever you give but the government a step, at all you never is get it back. Fucking ridiculous. No, that's I agree what I will tell you. you. I agree with and you. So, but when you step, if you step with the government, you never we're get to like, step back. We're just like going, oh, we're not going to do anything because we can't figure out which way to go. I don't fucking care. Start going in a direction. What would you course do? correct. What would you do? I would I would ramp up the certification. Everybody has to be has to have education on the proper handling of a firearm. Okay. They should have some sort of background track or psychological testing to make sure that they're of sound mind. And then they should should register that that uh, firearm. That is a at a minimum what should happen, and it sh- there should be a recertification. I'm sorry, you don't get to say, "Oh, I'm good for the rest of my life." But it, I, I understand all that. But you, I got you're fired from my to... job, and I'm going to go shoot everybody up. But I, I but got I also... certified three years ago, so I'm good. Okay, okay, that's not my point. You understand what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. These these I, laws, most of these laws are already I, on the books. We're not one. We're not enforcing I them. I want to, the to take extent. steps. Okay. I don't care if they're the wrong steps, as long as they're trying something. And if it but doesn't why, work, but you're, you're punishing the wrong people. I'm not punishing anybody. Yes, you are. I want to take steps, and if they don't work, I will. We will course correct. That's what. But I But you're not do. doing the investigation on what steps you need to take. You're like, I don't care I, what it is, dude. This is not up to me. I want somebody to start doing something. I understand your pain and your passion. I here. just, you know what? If I see another fucking uh, elementary school kid get killed because some idiot. Uh, wanted to go in there and shoot a kid. Yeah, I will how say you we that? have fucking failed as a society. And how many times are those guns? How many times does it have to happen before we do something? How many times are those guns obtained illegally? In almost every situation, right? So why aren't so we fixing why, that? Okay, how do you fix that? You that, start that's a, taking steps in the right direction. Okay, but but but. but the people who are following the law are not the people getting those guns. It's the people that are breaking the law. But there are you're no, punishing the people that are following. No, the law. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm making it a, a something that everyone must do. And it's not punishment. It is. Hey, if you want to own a gun, if you want to own a gun, yeah, this I'm is fine what with you that. have to do. Uh, yeah, I, I'm okay, fine with having lessons for. If you can, we don't need, have that. If you need, why don't we have that? Why are you against? Making people become proficient in ownership. Oh, I'm not. I am. I am not against that at all. But I'm, we're not I'm even a, doing that. We're not even doing that. I. I. I yeah. I, I. agree. That needs to be fixed. Let's start there. Okay. And see what happens. Okay. Right. I'm not saying you have to start with with the, the problem, but psychological okay. testing of people. But let's start at least with making people register their firearms and take proficiency training. If you do those two things, we'll see what happens. If it's nothing, okay, that one didn't work well enough. Maybe we need to do something a little bit more strange. But doing nothing, which is what we're doing, we continue to do nothing. Yeah. That's frustrating to me. Okay. That's all. Happy episode. Why don't we just put police <laughs> in the schools? Um, I don't know that that's the answer. I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, for now. Uh, How about for now? For now, that's not the answer. For now, I think. We what do you can, mean that's not the answer for now? It's not the answer for now. The, I mean, we the do police have police in, in schools. Yeah, I, 
We had, well, like, we pulled we pulled look, a lot of them out. Didn't we? Did we graduated pull a lot of high in the eighties, and we had a student resource officer. Yeah, but they pulled officer them out. Officer Rico, and he was there every freaking day. Yeah, yeah. So it's not it's not, not anything new. I just don't know. They pulled them out. I think in a lot of schools. Did they? Yeah. I don't know. I think they put them back in there. I think when they defunded everything. Well. Look at that! I spit on my microphone because I was so upset. You were you were spitting. Man. I was. That's why I was just letting you go. I just that was fun. I want, I want somebody to do something. I know. I want someone to do something. I feel like I'm so frustrated but, with this country that we do nothing. <laughs> with status we just, quo, we, we protect is, the status quo in so many situations. Well, where that is not what evolves us into a more advanced society. No, that's where the donors are. Oh, I know. <laughs> they want to protect what they got, and I think we need. They to, all do. So we need to fight that as a society. We need to fight. The lack of progress. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna fight the corrupt politicians by giving them more power over your ability to have a gun. Listen, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I am saying we so so we need to make progress in the areas where we can make progress, right? And doing nothing is not the answer. So does that mean okay, I'm gonna give them more power? Maybe. You know, oh, I know, but you know what? Doing nothing does not solve the problem. So giving more power to the, what has the government ever solved, ever? Okay, Let, let's play um, people off the hook. This is going nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> this is, yeah we're coming up on an hour. Yeah, um, let's cut. Let's, I don't want to. I'm rant. gonna pull. The, I'm gonna pull the shoot. I don't want to rant. I don't, uh, and I don't think it, it's good for the audience either because they don't want to hear us rant. No. Uh, let's just say <laughs> it's frustrating. Yeah, it's frustrating. government is frustrating. It is. frustrating. <laughs> But, and they've never done anything right. And well, yeah, that's true. The only they make things worse. That's all but they again, do. That's why you're gonna put them in charge of things. But, but what I'm saying now is, you, so you're sitting here advocating for doing I am nothing. Not, I'm not advocating for that because otherwise, I'm advocating okay, for then, really looking at. So I'm, who would, if it's not the government, who's gonna do is, it? I want to see all of the statistics first. Where, what is going on? Because I don't think we're ever really given that story. So let's really analyze the data and say, where is the real choke point for these people getting guns? Yeah. Is it illegal guns? Is it through the registration process? Is it gun shows? I don't give a fuck. Let's find out where the the real number is and then choke that point. That's that's what I'm saying. Let's start doing something like but, that. But. But Starts, you have to have somebody. You can't put the government in charge. You can't yet. take these huge steps like, oh, everybody's giving up their guns. You can't do that. That no. there'll be so much backlash. That's what, the, that's what, that's what the New Mexico Austra- governor did. That's what Australia did. Um, mm-hmm. So, I would say a small step, like what you're advocating for there. Let's let's, let's be honest about the data. That's that, all I'm asking. Yeah. Let's just be honest about the data. Oh, I'm not saying n- not to be, but. Like, but I don't think anybody's. I, I think it's all politically driven. It is. So nobody's looking at the real but, data. But all we're doing is like, oh, don't take my guns. That's why you want to take my gun. And like, no, that's not. That's the politicians doing that to us. It's that, not it's just the, the politicians. It's the, it's, it's the mouth breathers well, out there who are saying you want to take my guns away. And they then, do. No, they've admitted. Oh, please don't go down there. They Look, do. They do. That's it's their, not it's what I'm goal. advocating. I know for. that's not what you're advocating for. But you got. If you give them an inch, they take a fucking mile. That's true. They look, man. They do, and and we are always assuming that the government has our best interests, and I don't believe that anymore. No, I agree. I agree. So that's I don't want to give the them. I don't want to give them control over anything. But that's better than not doing. No, anything. it's not. Uh, it is. No, because you it don't get it back. Li- if it saves lives, 
You're not taking away the right of gun ownership. You're just making it a little bit more stringent to get one. That's all. I I'm think asking. if we just enforce the laws on the books, it would be very stringent. We don't even do that. Close the loopholes. That's what I'm asking for. Oh, okay. There'll there'll be no acquiring a firearm without the registration and the proficiency testing. Okay. That's all I'm asking. I'm fine for the proficiency test. Yeah, I'm absolutely fine with that. It's, I don't think that's the problem. It's probably not because if they go in there and they've had the proficiency test, they're just going to be able to kill more students. You know? <laughs> yeah. Make, let's let's keep a bad shot if they're going to do it. Yeah. Why, maybe you're right. Why, why are we getting them good at this? <laughs> yeah. Don't let them be good at it. We just teach them to, to shoot it sideways. <laughs> do, do you want to shoot kids? <laughs> yes. Go sideways. All right. Uh, just like in the movies, you've seen it. There's no need for you to take the training. <laughs> Aim high. Yeah. Aim high because the bullet's going to fall because of gravity. That's right. And they're short. Aim high. Yeah. Hey, listen, if uh, you're out there listening and you've uh, been touched by gun violence, and especially a school shooting, we're, oh, we're not, uh, we're not we trying to make light of this. That. No, we're not at all. Uh, and we, we definitely... Uh, I just want to solve the real problem. Yeah, I want to solve not the problem, too. I want, I want kids to stop dying in schools. So that's what I want. So, um, yeah, that, uh, I think that's going to do it. <laughs> what a hot sports opinion that hey, is. No I want to stop kids from dying in schools. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, I could go down some rabbit holes here. I got some strong opinions about how we treat our kids in this country, but uh, we'll save that for another day. Live we'll your lives. Another day, another end. <laughs> Let everybody else live theirs. Be a good human and treat others kindly. Peace. All right. Be good. See you. You've been listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. Tune in next time to hear the boys talk shit about some stuff. Talk to you soon. <laughs>